0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast
1: where we take a look at popper the film franchises, one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm Thor The Dark World, directed by Alan Taylor from 2013, has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 77% audience score. Let me Alex.
0: And this week we're talking about Th- Thor The Dark World? I didn't want to be around the plush.
1: That's the lowest Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Did we get the the score? What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> from this. <laughs> so this okay. Is, so thus far in our, our MCU travels,
0: so we've done how many movies so far? Let's go ahead and, and lay that out.
1: This will be our eighth. Film. Okay, and it has the lowest critic score by one percentage point, right behind mm-hmm. the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. and it has. <laughs> the fourth highest audience score it's 1 percentage point beneath iron man 3 <laughs> I don't know what to make of We that. should
0: also point out that I it, look, just looking at that a second ago it it seems that only two movies have higher than a 78% audience score yeah that we've done so far yeah. and they're both in the 90s right they're both 91% actually yep which it would be of course the
1: Avengers and Iron Man that's fascinating No, no, no! It's it's the Incredible Hulk and the first Thor. Correct. Um, No, it's actually Iron Man two, and the Incredible Hulk. So I want to go ahead and get this out of the way before we get into our best and worst things. Um, I'm sure I've I've made fun of this movie countless times beforehand, right? Sounds right. For the past several episodes, I've probably I I I had to have said multiple times I don't want to do Thor: The Dark World. Um, I have a weird thing with this movie where I, I. it, 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 for in terms of Marvel movies it's the odd man out it's the one that I would say is a bad movie mm-hmm. where the other ones I would say it's fine too it's legitimately good mm. uh, and I've you and I have had just this constant debate ever since we <laughs> met where I was just like this movie's terrible and you're like it's fine Yep. and realistically speaking for the most part it's fine Yep. but it, for some reason I, do, I don't know why it bothers me so much it just does Anyways, with all that out of the way, Tyler, what is your best thing and your worst thing about Thor, The Empire Strikes Back? Well... By the way, have you heard about our lord and savior, Star Wars The Last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about it this time. Okay. Just we're, We'll see how that
0: goes. One um, joke, we're gone. All right. I th- my best thing is definitely, I think... There's really three best things that, to choose from. I know you're choosing one, so I'll go with my other one, which would... I'm going to say i'm not i don't feel super strongly about this but i'm gonna say loki i do think this is the movie that kind of makes him into a more compelling character whereas like he kind of was a little more one note and and i mean obviously in avengers he's he's great just for the performance and like he's very like you know good evil um machiavellian villain like i don't know it's it's He's good, but this is the movie where, like, we, we see him start to to take on a little more of kind of a, a extra layer, I think. Even though a lot of this movie gets left by the
1: wayside, I think, in terms of public consciousness. That's fair. Despite my problems with Loki and how he gets treated post-Avengers, at least they do make an effort to make him more complex. Yeah. I, my main problem is, after becoming a serial killer, they try and redeem him. And like he becomes more of an anti hero and that just bothers me. It it's it's not quite to the extreme, but it's similar to with the Star Wars prequels, you have Anakin murdering children. So that yeah. automatically makes him much less redeemable yeah. than he was just given the context <laughs> of the original trilogy. Sure. Um but yeah, that that bothers me. But I it's handled well enough here i guess (laughs) tom hiddleston's entertaining like he's always charismatic so he's fun to watch so it's 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 kind of hard for me to to like when i'm watching the movie to think much further than that yeah but still i've I've got i've got the the back of my brain going yeah but he's but he's he shouldn't be redeemed right like (laughs) he's just a horrible person a little bit
0: I mean, this movie in particular, in particular doesn't really try to redeem him, necessarily. Like,
1: No, I mean, it doesn't. And then at the end, you get the twist where it's like, oh, he... Oh, he he still out. continues to be fairly evil. I'll, I'll, I'll need to watch Ragnarok again, but I... Yeah, same here. I don't know. The fact that they, they just... Everything around him just seems, for the most part, so lighthearted. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> like he's a terrible person. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's just me. So I, I follow, but I think overall it turns,
0: I, I think by default, he'd still be, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. He'd probably be the best villain that we've talked about so far, even not including this movie. But I think this movie puts him very squarely in the lead. No questions really just as like a character. Um, obviously he hasn't really taken on the full villain role since avengers but i i think just i was thinking about this and i i would like to at some point in this episode just discuss our power rankings of the villains so far because they're all it's bad. not great it's not great they're all bad uh, that we've talked about the marvel uh humor criticism and how that for in large part we aren't we don't completely agree with that and a lot of these movies at least uh, their their villain problem is very real and um, is on, has only recently begun to be uh, resolved. You, there you got Loki, Red Skull, which I don't really like all that much. Despite liking Hugo Weaving, I just don't think he's that great of a villain. He's fine. <sighs>
1: It's literally all Tim, performances. Tim Roth is fun. Yeah, it's all performances. It's, it's not, it's,
0: it's not in the writing. It doesn't like none of the the writing in these movies does not give anybody like a reason to to really shine. And it. it's it's all about how charismatic and interesting are the characters' performances because we're not getting anything as far as like motivations and you know interesting layers and complex you know I don't know anything. Yeah. There's just nothing there. It's literally just how does this character. L- entertain us and yeah. or scare us um like obviously like Justin Hammer I would say was one of the higher ones just cause like he's entertaining like I mean he we,
1: we get what he's going for I mean, like did I say this the last episode I kind of wish either they should have gone with Maya Hansen being the bad guy or they should have made they should have brought back Sam Rockwell and yeah, just have him... I don't think you mentioned that but I agree for Iron Man 3 like just have him be the, the main bad yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but but have it be like oh he's he's changed like since he he lost in Iron Man too like he's like he's he could still be a little bit of a goofball but like maybe he's gotten a bit more serious I don't sure know. something because Aldrich Killian doesn't matter I am a Mandarin <laughs> like it's all oh wait no he's not <laughs> strike that reverse it. <laughs> This way, please. It's all, to, yeah. I mean, like, is that your worst thing? Is 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 your worst thing gonna be the villain? Is this a segue?
0: Yes, I think so. Actually, I, okay. I, I was, that wasn't even necessarily where I was going with that because I was also talking about Loki. But yes, Malachi. I,
1: I was. He sud- is, I was subtly trying to get us back
0: on <laughs> sure, track. Sure, he is ultimately like the most bland of any of these because yeah, he's he, the worst. he gets. He's the and worst. It's, and the part of the problem is that he's talking in an alien language, so it's like we know
1: he's. I respect that they have a character talking yes. in another language and they're willing to give him subtitles. Yes. It's neat. I'm looking at you, Red Skull. It's neat.
0: But he he just get he isn't able to do anything with it. and the character never the, the villain as a character in the movie never does anything until the end when he's fighting he's beating
1: Thor around and Thor's beating him around. <laughs> but, but you pointed like, this out. Frigga is able to dispatch him within like five seconds. Yes. The And yet <laughs> Thor's I mean, mom... I mean, to be fair, he gets the ether after that point, so that's why he's more of a challenge when he's fighting exactly. Thor.
0: Well, exactly. That's the problem, though, is yeah. that Thor's mom is able to beat him in a sword fight, like, easily, and then has him, like, you know, to rights and can kill him. Yeah. You know, has him held up, and then someone else has to... The, and, it's the only cursed... be,
1: and it's only because not-killer Croc shows up Correct. out of nowhere.
0: Steps in and
1: saves saves her. For anyone confused... Or saves use, him. Uh, Malekith's right hand... Dude is is the same actor who played Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. What a hit.
0: Yeah, um and so the entire movie you're just like why do I why am I scared of this guy? He's supposed to be like this primordial like being. Yeah. And he's not uh, scary in the slightest or intimidating. And, and his
1: motivations are lost on me.
0: And when he gets the ether it's just sort of like I'm spitting goo at you and Thor's like I'm. that's hurting me I'm gonna punch you with my hammer. This movie gave me serious Prometheus vibes. <laughs> yes, I do agree with that. Um,
1: For for better and for worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So that really is because I mean obviously Loki's not really a villain in this movie. Um, I feel like he could have used more of a role even and this should have been more about like loki's role or loki's place in asgard post avengers and and following his crimes because this movie it just sort of there there's a huge strand strand of time like i feel like the first third act or so just kind of fades away from loki entirely the first third act (laughs) the first act what (laughs) the first of three acts in a traditional three act structure the first the first of those (laughs) act one continue <laughs> I feel like we, we introduce Loki and we're like okay Loki's back uh, he's, uh, Odin's given him a stern talking to your and, birthright
1: <laughs> was to die <laughs>
0: and then and then he gets thrown, Sir Anthony Hopkins everyone he gets thrown in a nice modern cell looking thing and we don't really know what the plan is with him is he going to be in there forever or i mean they kind of mentioned reference that he might just like be in a cell forever but that's kind of no 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 odin flat out says you're going to be in that cell forever okay okay well it's just like okay i don't know it's weird um and then he just disappears for a while and he keeps just popping up every now and then yeah and when eventually thor recruits him to go take down the ether and Malachite. uh then i feel like the movie actually picks up a little bit and at that point we've already kind of lost too much momentum and emotion and investment to really care anymore but it is something to where you start to pick back up because the the pacing of this movie it really does not draw you in in the slightest it's paced like a game of thrones episode uh to alan taylor's credit discredit um it it that's what it feels like is that it's you know just sort of we're, we're, we're having dialogues but there's not these like 20 different plot lines going on that are interacting it's just you no know, we're kind of just moving along and having these characters stand around and i don't know it, it really slows down for the first half of the movie or so there's there's just no
1: energy to it at all yep couldn't agree more <laughs> My favorite thing... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with the production design. Um, I don't want to speak for the rest of the Marvel movies that we will watch, but out of all the ones we've watched so far, this is the best looking. Easily. Which is funny, just because it's so forgettable. I feel like most people, when they're thinking about Marvel movies, they don't even think about that when they're thinking about Thor 2. Yes. They're just like, oh, that's, that's the bland one. Just yeah. don't talk about that one. But it's actually... It's- Gorgeous, really, really pretty. Yeah, um, it's just, it's just funny. Just compare the opening of the first lore because g- this movie it starts off in a very derivative <laughs> position where Odin's giving needless backstory that we could just get later. Yes, um, of, of an ancient battle that happens against this this force with this MacGuffin device that'll Correct. come back. If you compare it what we get in the first Thor, and it's a very weak CGI, it's very shaky cam, close the cuts. The lighting is very, like, bright in a bad way. Yeah. Everything looks really fake and plasticky, shiny. Shaky. And you compare it to the opening of this, and it's actually a really cool battle. It, yeah. It looks all CGI, but it looks really no, it, cool. No, it's
0: very crisp. Everything looks very metallic. It's very lived in. It looks realistic. Yeah. Not realistic, but real i guess is the word like the this fantasy stuff looks real verisimilitude yeah sure that's a good word
1: (laughs) oh thank you richard donner (laughs) that's that's the word he used whenever he was talking about superman when he was making that he's like verisimilitude we need to make the audience (laughs) believe this guy's real yep that
0: that is i think very applicable to even superhero movies today with their 200 million dollar budgets yeah, no, I, see, I totally agree. See,
1: that's the fundamental... Di- I'm going on a tangent here. That's the difference between <laughs> classic Superman and and Zack Snyder's Snoop, Superman. Because Richard Donner goes, We need to make you buy the character. And Zack Snyder goes, We just need to make the world look like the real world, but not really. Who cares about the character? Yeah. have a punch stuff. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, I, I do agree. It's It's...
0: And that's what's really interesting here is that I would argue that we did not feel that way about Thor in the first movie, but in the yeah. sec- in this movie, it's, no, it's, it, and it's not just about, it's everything. It's, it's the direction, it's the, yeah. the visuals, it's the design of each different item and like yeah. Asgard and the ships and the armor. Yeah. It all looks well, so well, good. It's, it's funny because
1: I think, I think I brought up like the fact that they started shooting these movies with digital and how like they're discolored and like it doesn't look quite right and it's kind of, some of the movies that we get are kind of ugly. Mm. This one does not suffer from that at all. No. Like, it's very vibrant. The colors yeah. pop. Um, We're going to have to come back to
0: this as we talk about some of the nicer looking movies kind of in the phase three yeah. era because it's, it stands up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely ahead of all of the ones we've talked yes. about so far. I mean, the Avengers, obviously the final act is great, but the, there's so
1: much of that. It looks like a TV movie and is yeah. kind of... Well, I think some of the CGI is dated yep. on the Avengers. even that, yeah. But nothing here really nope. felt no like everything still felt like it could have come out yesterday Mm and i mean it came out in 2013 so it's not that long ago sure but well look at man of steel the cgi on that is (laughs) it's not aged well (laughs) uh but this is it my best thing kind of leads into my worst thing because this movie works best when it's not on earth uh because like you get allow Alan T- Taylor to do these these wonderful cool looking landscapes and all this cool fantasy stuff and, and he makes it grounded. Um, but then all the earth stuff and I, there's I, not- I don't know if I want to just do blanket statement. all the earth stuff is terrible, but just every time we go back to Earth, the the movie immediately loses. My interest. Yeah, no, I I agree, and it's there's
0: not as much of it as I thought there was. That it they do spend a good amount of time kind of in Asgard and in yeah. the, the the outside realms or whatever. The like, dark world. Yeah. The sure. Yeah, yeah. That it's
1: not, it's not really that
0: dark. <laughs> um, no, they they do spend a lot,
1: like a good bit of time there. It's just we keep. <laughs> That's my review on the poster. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that dark. Dark world ain't that dark. D. <laughs> um well <laughs> no yeah
0: it, it is though that i'm not giving it a d it's better than that <laughs> it ain't that dark <laughs> no it, it is it is like we keep coming back to seeing darcy and her friends and they're just hanging about and doing things and there's
1: not a whole lot to it i mean darcy should not be in this movie and her intern should not the, be in this movie. The part that suffers... The intern has an intern, and they keep making a joke about that. I'm like, I don't get it. Why is this funny? <laughs> the The part that's the worst about it is, I think, the
0: first section on Earth. Because it does spend a while there, and then, like, Jane pops over to the
1: ether and just kind of gets it for reasons. That and, might be one of the worst conveniences in any of the movies we've reviewed so far.
0: I guess, but it also... I don't... It, 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 it almost... Maybe just, because this movie is setup, so...
1: The whole setup of the MacGuffin is just like, it's the most cookie-cutter thing. of just Exactly. Like, we need it's, the main characters to find the thing. It's at the point where
0: it's just so much like, the plot of this movie doesn't matter, that I don't care. You could almost just write this movie as saying like,
1: And that's my fundamental Thor gets problem with the ether.
0: Or Thor gets the redstone. And that's that's the plot of the movie. And that's, that, it, that's my fundam- or the collector, that's, I that's guess. That's my
1: fundamental problem with the movie. Okay, this this movie needs to do at least one of two things if it does both then it's an excellent movie Mm -hmm. either one give me a fun entertaining story that takes advantage of this universe in in cool creative ways i think we could say it fails on that count or two give me a good character arc for thor like the first movie and in moments it pretends like it's giving thor a character arc Mm-hmm. And at the end, it feels like we've gotten him to a new place where he gets a character arc. I'm like, I want to see that movie. Yep. Like at the end, when he when he's telling it is, when it is
0: how I felt about Iron Man three, but worse. Where Iron Man three, I felt like we we sort of we have this character arc going where it's up a very a very mild incline. Yeah. Just kind of creeping up, and then at the end, it was like, oh wait, character arc. This one it just kind of feels very like, it, it's almost like the 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 heart uh, monitor thing where it's like the the spiking. It's like, boom, boom. You know, like every now and then yeah. you get a heartbeat yeah. and, it, and it spikes. And then it's like, oh, wait, never mind. We're, we're not actually addressing that. That's not really a theme. Oh, wait, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. And then at the end, it's like, ah, I don't know. It's not, it's something, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I agree. It, the, the story, story-wise, it's fascinating because story-wise, I do think it just kind of falls flat on its face in pretty much every facet. Yeah, but visually, like I would argue, this looks better than Prometheus. We were we were comparing it to that. I I think overall, I I would much rather. I haven't seen Prometheus since we reviewed it. I'd need to watch it again to compare. Sure. But um, I ain't watching Prometheus again, so I'll I'll trust your judgment on that. But um, I think no, I I just feel like the actual just because it's so vibrant and yeah. there's so much going on and like it's and Alan Taylor is he knows what he's doing he's a good director I mean he's he has experience and he has experience with this he's kind of subject matter director,
1: he keeps just picking these terrible scripts yeah
0: although Terminator Genesis uh, this uh, matches his this this at least lets him show off way more than yeah well cause Terminator it fits Genesis.
1: his wheelhouse like he's exactly. good at the fantasy
0: stuff exactly. Terminator Genesis is and if this movie was entirely drama. about the fantasy stuff like that's another thing is that when Jane Foster comes to Asgard it feels weird and it doesn't they don't it feels like the entire time she's not on earth they don't really know how to have her react or have her
1: like be a character. Yeah. It's just very Well, it, it's 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 the thing where they're they're still afraid of of doing a fully out there yes. kind of superhero movie. which just it's it's the same problem we got with the first Thor, although mm-hmm. I think that works to its advantage because at least it gives Thor a good character arc by sending him to earth for yeah. most of the movie. Yeah. And then you have Green Lantern, where it's like, oh, this always oh, stuff where Green Lantern's learning how to be a Green Lantern. That's pretty cool. Oh. Oh, like 90% of this movie's on Earth. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's Taika Watiti.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, he finally <laughs> fixes this problem for the Thor franchise. So. And then, hey, Ragnarok's the best. What do you know? Shocker. <laughs> yeah, if this movie had just committed to being entirely in... At, like, if, if the Bifrost never got fixed, if that was just the angle they went with... That's like, also a
1: huge convenience yeah. that's just like...
0: We fixed it! Yeah. If the, if that just never got fixed, and the idea was just he's stuck there, and, like, he's kind of, yeah, you know, just, just trapped, almost getting cabin fever in Asgard, like, with Odin and Loki yeah. kind of floating around, and, oh, that would, that would be such a more interesting thing, and that would be so much more up Alan Taylor's alley, I think, if it was a lot more about the the machinations of asgard and the political stuff that would be so much more Maybe interesting you know, like the
1: stuff i wanted from the first thor movie
0: yeah uh, instead it's
1: it's just very oh hey darcy's there yeah and she's got an intern are you laughing yet this movie's interesting, too. Mew Mew!
0: Because uh, it was pretty funny when she said that. Though. It was pretty funny. The, this movie's interesting because the humor... Whereas, like, I think a lot of the, the, the problem people have with the quote-unquote Marvel humor is the, the snappy, witty dialogue. That's just like, oh, everyone's gotta be firing and all... So Every, everybody's,
1: everybody's talking like a Joss Whedon character. Yeah. <laughs> um... And, like, the the most
0: Joss Whedon character they can talk about. Or talk like. Yeah. That's what everyone's saying. Um... And we, we talked about how we felt that in Iron Man 3. This movie, I, I see it, and I think it's I more of it. a problem because I feel it. the humor does not work. Even though there was a lot of humor in Iron Man 3 that didn't work. This this is that to a huge extent, where it's it really is just... I think we almost have to bring back the Michael Bay ratio from the Transformers. <laughs> we were talking about how in, in the Michael Bay Transformers movies uh, way back when... It felt like every movie there was a different ratio for how many of the jokes actually landed. D- depending on like,
1: what we depending on what we call the Michael Bay factor, yes. how much of his how much of his his shine you could see throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah this one is like 1 in 10 maybe? I'd give it more credit. Maybe a little yeah. better than that. Maybe I'd give like, it one out of like 4 or 5. Okay,
0: okay. But still well, so it's just like on the human stuff they feel the need to constantly mo- have them well, doing something.
1: Well most of the humor on Asgard worked. Exactly, because on like the Asgard is a ta- whole pl- section where they are planning on breaking Loki out and it intercuts with them actually breaking Loki out. And every person along the way goes, If you portray Thor, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. And that keeps building as a joke. And then eventually Volstag tells him that and he's like, Apparently there will be a line. Uh-huh. Good joke. In the bit, the bit where... Uh... Cut Darcy out of this movie. Yeah, in the bit... And Selvig running around naked. We finally got it. Full character arc. <laughs> Started in the first Thor movie, went through Avengers. I got to see where his character went. <laughs> Best character in the MCU. Uh,
0: but yeah, no... The, look... Why is
1: there a scene where he's running
0: around naked? I, I don't know. They don't even know what they're doing with him at all, it feels like. Also,
1: cause... Hawkeye is is not crazy after, afterwards. Yep. Selvig is. I don't understand. But also isn't? Because then at the end he's like, oh, wait, I'm not
0: crazy. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, wait, wait, but then why did you run around naked? Oh, that was just because I wanted to. But why'd you, <laughs> but why'd
1: you, why'd you run around with all that technological equipment if you thought you were crazy? Like, would, wouldn't you just, like, stay in your apartment and just pop pills?
0: Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. There's why. no logic to it. I don't know at all what we're going there with them. But, the bit going back to the humor, the bit where Loki has the captain turns into Captain America for the cameo. Yes, it's excellent and, and it's funny bring, and, it's, and
1: they bring back the first Avenger theme. I remember that being a massive crowd pleaser. Uh, in okay, so so th- they bother to bring back that theme, but they don't bring back the music from the first Thor movie. What is happening?
0: That being said, I, that was another thing. That was my third thing that I was like, "This could be this could be my best thing is the soundtrack because I do really, really like the soundtrack. I know you're not quite as high on it. I, I think, think it's really, really good.
1: I think the main theme is is decent. Um, I the rest is, is just forgettable, generic fantasy score. See, I feel like that's
0: just because the movie itself is very forgettable, generic, worse not not even full fantasy. I th- I think the score itself is quite above the subject matter. And I think if But I remember the score. I know, but I'm score. saying, I am saying I think... if the, But the first one, you have more... You care more about that movie. Because that movie makes you care more about the characters. It has more memorable moments. I, this movie, I think... I felt like at the beginning where we're spending time on Asgard and Thor's going around and we got... The, the music is swelling and it's... You know, I, I everyone's talking, you know, very... Uh, fantasy high fantasy like I feel like this it, it all matches very well the entire movie has this vision of like yeah Thor is now it's basically high fantasy and you know we're gonna, we're gonna give you the high fantasy Thor movie you've always wanted and then, and then we start cutting back to earth and then stuff gets muddled and then the movie kind of loses its focus entirely and then you get to the point where you're like okay well now this score just feels like it's trying too hard because the movie's not trying yeah.
1: hardly at all so many places to go Yep. So one of the things we talked about with the Avengers was how, specifically, you brought it up how you thought Thor had basically nothing to do in that movie Mm -hmm. other than to be an action star, Mm and that's kind of what he's he's Mm -hmm. relegated to here again. But it's his movie
0: because it's about Jane Foster and it's about Loki a little, and it's about like is Thor the least interesting character in this movie? Other um, than Malekith. It's about
1: Malekith, it's about the Dark Elves, it's about Odin. Well, here's the thing. Okay, let's let's talk through what, what they're trying to do with Thor's character. It's trying to be, he's he's got this connection to Earth and he can't let it go, and Odin and Loki and everyone's telling him, she, she's gonna die, just leave her alone, yeah. whatever. Go then, make out with Sith. And then at the end of the movie, yeah, go make out with Sith, who gets nothing to do in this movie as well. Correct. Well. Uh, same with the Warriors 3. hmm A couple funny moments, but other than that... Mm-hmm and then they get killed off in Ragnarok spoilers
0: spoilers everyone cared so much about the Warriors 3 for these two movies
1: I, I was kind of hoping they would do something in Ragnarok like I, I was I, I I care I mean as comics characters I think they're they're
0: mostly just sag, but I think they're all great yeah but like I I, I, they just... I, think
1: I was literally the one person who was like I want to see them do something yeah I, I think th- these iterations everybody else of the is characters, characters like they're, just... they're, who cares they're dead yeah no these, these iterations of the characters just didn't have anywhere to go yeah. But at the end of the movie, he he, after saving Earth again, he's like, I'm going to be with Jane, it's going to be great, I don't want to be king, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where did this come doesn't from? He, wait,
0: doesn't he specifically say that it's not just because he wants to be with Jane? Yes. It's because he just wants to go back to Earth, right? Sure. Because he specifically is like, I don't care if you say that, she can like rule Asgard with me, yeah. it's not my place, I'm going back to Earth. And Screw you guys, I'm out.
1: But at what point does he realize, I'm not meant to lead?
0: Yeah, I... Uh,
1: and, but but no, but it's like he ends up making the smart decision. Mm-hmm. He ends up deciding we got to go after the ether. We got to go stop Malekith. And Odin's like, no, you can't do that. And it's it's a weird reversal that they don't call attention to. So in the first Thor movie, Thor's like, we need to find out why the frost how the frost giants were able to get in I'm gonna go down there and fight them. And Odin's like, no, that's dumb. Don't be such a little spoiled brat. And Thor's just like, no, I'm going to do it my way, and he ends up paying for it. Okay, Thor made a horrible decision, almost got a lot of people killed. He's he almost started a war. Okay, fine. In this movie, he's like, okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna go do this little fake trick play and use yep. use Natalie Portman as the bait. And Owen's like, no, you can't do it. And Thor's like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And then he does it. Like, it's, it's the same exact scenario <laughs> where Odin tells him not to go do this dangerous thing and then Thor just does it. But for some reason, this one, it's painted in a more positive light yes. because there's no negative repercussions for him. Yes. I mean, technically, they do let... Well, because Mal logically,
0: it makes more sense than in the first movie yeah. as well. It's not emotion-based,
1: it's my strategy point, based. My point is, they should have called attention to it. It should yeah. be... It should all—it should be about where their heads are at. Mm-hmm. Like Odin is in the first one; he's the more level-headed one. He's—he's he's thinking like a leader. And in this one, they should play up. Oh, now Thor's starting to think like a leader, and Odin's just all been out of shape because Frigga just got killed. Yep. Not a single word is spoken about this. Like that—that's that's a really interesting idea. And you'd call attention to it. It would make it feel less derivative. But it feels horribly derivative. Do, do we want to talk about? It. Freya? Frigga? Frigga. Why?
0: <laughs> well, just because of the fact that they built her up really quickly to be a character. They push
1: her so hard, they're like, t- t- We need the audience to care!
0: And then they kill her off by the end of the... F- the-, the-, the Not even halfway through the movie. Yeah.
1: Like, they just... <clears throat> and then it's like, oh, Okay, did we... It's almost like Alan Taylor wants to pull the camera out, and so it's facing him. He's like, Do you care now, audience? Do you care? If you believe, <laughs> she can come back. All oh, it takes faith, trust, and pixie dust. <laughs> but yeah,
0: no, and then they have the massive funeral for her, and it's like, okay... It, yeah, it's an over, You, you it's, mentioned a, this, it's
1: an overly dramatic scene and it feels like something that should be at the end of the movie You for mentioned you mentioned that that, different yeah, characters. that should happen for Loki at the end of the or movie or Jane When they yeah, either or. If the whole movie is about Thor trying to battle like where his passions lie, mm-hmm. like where his loyalties lie between Earth and Asgard, I think that would be a very interesting and dark ending if Jane dies at the end and Thor's like, "Okay, I'm going to be king now." Yeah. I kind of think that. Or be. if he's like I'm gonna go into exile
0: because I didn't save Jane and yep. I don't I hate all you people yeah if she like dies because of something Loki does or
1: something I don't yeah. know any of these are options that you could do but the fact that they bring back Natalie Portman and they do nothing with her it's like it, it would have been an, a, a good emotional punch yes instead we got Darcy and Ian doing stupid shenanigans
0: <sighs> towards the end in, in the fi- the final act I think is probably about as strong in this as this movie gets not even the final act the the final fight scene just because it's still not quite reaching its potential as far as like the visuals could be but it is pretty fun um there's there's some cool bits where um mjolnir keeps trying to find thor and thor keeps uh, going between worlds and i think that's really entertaining
1: i have a weird um issue with trying to combine fantasy stuff with super contemporary stuff which I, I don't understand why because I can watch like Superman and Superman just flying around yeah. in like not New York City. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with this. Or it's like Spider-Man swinging around. The second I see Thor fighting Malekith in London, yeah, I'm just like, this this doesn't seem right. Can they just go to a fantasy location? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Well, it doesn't help
0: that Malekith is very generic, and it doesn't. I don't know. You, know, you don't feel the punch just, of like just, oh just the, the fantasy
1: is bleeding over you feel they find greenwich right, That's in not that right. like it just it's a weird location yes i don't know why i agree um also there's the weird bit that um they use the gravitational anomalies um to build like the pyramids and stuff five
0: thousand years ago some ancient civilizations yeah That's a throwaway... I was just like,
1: movies have told me that Apocalypse did it, and also that the Predators helped. (laughs) Witches, (laughs) people! It was all of them, actually. And Sabanur. And Sabanur.
0: Yeah. I... I I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just very... (laughs)
1: It's, it, it is one of those situations where this this viewing I was like I wanna like this movie darn it it just it, it, it wasn't getting me. it's
0: not as frustrating for me as Iron Man 3 was to watch just cause I think Iron Man 3 is closer to doing something really really good Thor it just feels like you need to completely change the movie like in order to do anything with this it yeah. it it's it doesn't really aspire for greatness it's very much a filler episode of the mcu yeah thor stops evil from happening and then maybe some consequences happen that could have just happened they may i mean they do happen off screen as far as loki replacing odin so yeah. we might as well have just not had that be a thing and then the infinity stone gets introduced but then it ends up in the collector's hands so it might as well have just been in the collector's hands and it's like it really is a movie that did not need to happen, because then Thor doesn't really spend any more time on Earth after, like, the Age of Ultron, basically. Yeah.
1: So. And also, this is the first MCU movie where they have an after credit scene that should just be the end of the movie.
0: And it's weird, because it's the last
1: after credit scene. Yeah, there's two of it's... them.
0: One of which is the collector bit, which... Should be the last that should one. be the that should be the one that if you're the super hardcore Marvel nerd and you wait till the very end you're like oh man who's the collector or like or if you're the hardcore Marvel nerd you're saying oh man it's the collector they're they're interpreting the collector that's amazing like this is such a weird obscure character that they're putting into this yeah. movie um, then then you've got Thor coming back to Earth and meeting Jane in the the triumphant moment yeah why is that not
1: at the end of the movie as like whatever. Yeah. And this <laughs> is not the last time this will happen. There are so sev- there are several Marvel movies where I'm just like that include that scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't agree. understand. <laughs> you want to talk about the dark elves real quick? No. So their whole thing is just I've never been sold on their motivations. Their motivations just always seem super dumb to me. Or it's just like they want to return back to... because the movie
0: doesn't try to convince you that their motivations are in any way interesting or compelling. They want
1: to return the universe to permanent darkness? Whatever that
0: means? Yes. They are the most generic
1: villain possible. Uh, Power Ranger villains have more nuance than this. Yeah. Um. At least their whole thing, for the most part, is power. Like that, I can get behind. I understand that. So we gotta return everything to darkness. Why don't you just go in a pitch black room and also, sleep?
0: what exactly does the ether do to a? Eli- Malachith is once he gets the ether, Something he's just like. He, well, he uses like...
1: it. He's supposed to use it on the convergence, and somehow through the connection that that turns off the light. I don't know. Sure. It's dumb. It is. The dumbest thing. It it is it is probably the the showcase example of a screenwriter going Oh crap, we're writing a Thor movie. Yeah. Just just do a MacGuffin thing, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And this is
0: interesting too, because this is how the infinity stones get introduced, right? In the in that after credit scene, basically, but I like,
1: believe that is the first time somebody says the the phrase "infinity" story. and references the fact that there are six, and like, references that there are six. The yeah. fact that the um, Tesseract is one,
0: yeah, like all of that is introduced in that one credit scene. Yeah, in this super forgettable movie, it's really fascinating, um, just kind of w- w- how this movie takes place. Ugh. It's also really interesting just talking about Malakith. I think Malakith. Um, Malachi, I don't know. It um, a lot of people crap on Ronan as a villain. I I would argue that, and maybe this is just because of the fact that, because of the in-universe explanation that they're using voice translators or whatever, um, Roman gets to talk in English. And yeah. Pace gets to talk in English. Yeah. I would argue that I I he's one of my my favorite Marvel villains just in terms of like the intimidation factor because I think he's really cool, because like w- obviously we haven't gotten there yet but we'll see that he like crushes the guy under his, his hammer right away and like he's obviously like the super crazy like like uh, zealot trying to destroy people at the hands of the Kree Empire well it also helps that Lee Pace has an awesome voice exactly so like, he at least sounds intimidating and again it comes back to the performance where it's you're still not really getting the best part is
1: when he fights Drax immediately beats him yep Frigga doesn't show up <laughs> and beat him up in five seconds <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he's you feel like he's terrifying and you
0: don't know how they're gonna beat him, and it's
1: like You guys remember Frigga? What a memorable character. Can we get a spinoff with her? (laughs) No.
0: We ran out of steam real quick on this.
1: Yep. Oh man, this movie. Do we want to talk about the further adventures of Odin being the worst person ever?
0: I really wish they'd just steer into that even further. Well, they kind of do.
1: Well, that's the thing. In the third one, it's supposed to be like this big reveal when when Hela goes, oh, Odin's actually a terrible person. Look at his history. He's been lying to everyone. Like, he's really a terrible person. It's like, no, I got that message loud and clear yeah, from I was the first say, you two. You can almost argue that's continuity, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, well, it's all coming out. I don't know. Odin just seems like... I don't know if he's he's like a terrible person or if he's just horribly incompetent. Because <laughs> he just always seems like he's got his he doesn't actually have this look, but it's it's almost like during during the headlights. Yeah. Where he's just constantly like, I got this this half uh, frost giant baby now. Um, I'll tell it it can be king. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my headstrong son wants to go and, and help his lady friend. Nah, just go be with Sif. It's fine.
0: Arranged marriages never end badly. <laughs> yeah. And he's yelling a lot. He, he just... Oh, hey! He's just always hey, yelling. Hey,
1: Elba! You committed treason again! That's the second time this has happened to me!
0: He's just screaming at people in the middle
1: of sentences... It, it it's one of those things where my theory is, is Odin the best villain in the MCU so far. <laughs> there you go. That's the new conspiracy theory. But my uh, my thinking is, these directors they 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 work with oh we're working with Sir Anthony Hopkins. They get on set, they're terrified of him. Probably. because he's got the full Odin regalia and he's got the, the eye and everything. He's it's like, uh... it's Sir Anthony Hopkins. I don't know if I should tell him how to act, and so he just. Like, he'll, he'll talk normally... And then he'll just start shouting out of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like
0: some of that also probably comes from what was established for the character in the first movie. Because yes, everyone he, was kind of doing that in the first movie, where yeah. everyone was, like, doing these, like, yelling. Because I guess that's supposed to be, like,
1: well, even more then, stage acting. The other guys of. do... Th- do that in this as well. Like Loki does that once or twice. Thor does that a yeah. couple times. But I'm saying the first one, everyone was doing it. Yeah, but in the, but in this one, Anthony Hopkins takes it to the nth degree. Yeah. Like when he says your birthright was to die, like I busted out laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, which is probably oh, not oh, a reaction oh, most of us oh, will get. Oh, but excuse me, it's supposed to be a serious moment. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Your birthright was to die. Yeah
0: fascinating um i was gonna go somewhere with something that you mentioned (laughs) Uh... oh i was gonna i was gonna mention that at the end when loki posing as odin is telling him is basically telling thor that he's proud of him for what he's chosen and, and the man he is i'm like yeah, I don't buy I not Odin saying this. I think I think this is this makes it pretty clear that it's actually Loki. <laughs> well
1: the the best part is just thinking back on the end of the first Thor movie and Thor's like, you're a great you're a great king and a great father and I'm like, no he's not <laughs> come on. That was also Loki. <laughs> Talking to Odin. <laughs> it would make more sense that way, yep. really. But that's the thing. I don't know if if that's the intent with Odin if it's supposed to be like we don't know how to feel about him yeah. or if it's just they think he's a good ruler, a yeah. wise benevolent king and he's and it's just like they're they're not riding him well oh. and he's just coming off as this incompetent prick. Yeah. Yeah, both of you can be can be kings one day. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> By the way, I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> now I want like an animated, like 30 second sketch, like series of videos. It's called The Adventures of Odin, Odin's son. <laughs> and it's just every single dumb thing he's done in these movies. <laughs> but just like a little 30 second animated clip. He'll be fine. I, I, want, I want one of. I don't know what Odin's actual last name is. I don't care.
0: I would assume it's Boris' son. His
1: father bored. I, I prefer Odin Odinson. Okay, that's that's fine. He's so egotistical. He <laughs> would do that. He'd be like, "No, my this, my last name's gonna be." Odin well, I guess son.
0: it'd be Odin Allfather. Is that is that the idea? Because he,
1: because he did that. Sounds better the other way. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is fine. No, it says like the the bit where um he goes in and he talks to Natalie Portman and he insults her. And then he's like, or, or she goes, who are you? Who do you think you are? I'm Odin, Allfather. I'm the King of Asgard. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <sighs> I really
0: think you could make that funnier. I don't know. I agree. There's a lot that you can, this movie thinks it's a lot funnier than it is. Because I, I had a joke in mind and I completely lost it. <laughs> Keep talking, or he'll come back to me. I don't have much more to talk about.
1: We've we've kind of just just run back and forth all over this movie. Oh, I had the joke. Thor just leans in and he goes. He literally says that to everyone. He likes hanging that over people's heads that he's the king. Like he'll he'll do that to the (laughs) milkmaid. I am the All Father. I want, I want Odin. That's and... got to be your top milk, right? Like the best milk. You know, I'm king of Asgard. The all <laughs> That milk better be two percent. Two
0: percent. I, I want, I want Odin and uh, General Thod to get in the shouting match. Oh my I need God. That. <laughs>
1: School, because I know all of you are going to acting school. Correct. We've been to acting school. Yes, definitely. We've been to the acting school of not going to acting school. <laughs> Remember, shouting is drama. Good
0: times at a uh, NGTAS. So. Sorry, UNGTAS. Uh, yeah, Ungtas for sure. That's <laughs> as the kids say. We
1: should start a merch shop with Ungtas <laughs> um, <does> T-shirts. <laughs> I'm okay
0: with this. Bumper stickers.
1: Coming to a good will near you.
0: <laughs> we made negative three dollars. Money well lost. Do we, do we want to say our grades for
1: this? No. We burned out real quick. Yeah. Because there's just not a whole lot to say about this movie. There like, no really There's some good stuff. There's some cool ideas that they could have made the movie about and they just don't. Yeah. And it, uh, other than the visuals for me and, the, like, Loki, like, good performance, but, like I said, I have my issues with trying to redeem Loki. Yeah. Um, there's just not a whole lot to it. It's just kind of dumb. That's the one word I would use to describe this movie. It's just dumb. Yeah. Mildly enjoyable. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoy... That's also another review I think that will is, be slapped on this the poster. Is a, this is a good... Mildly entertaining, dot, 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 occasionally. <laughs> and then underneath, underneath it just is like one star. The, 1.21 stars? Yes.
0: No, it, it really is like... The, the, I think it's a good movie...
1: To have your eyes just sort of glaze over. Okay, you said I think it's a good movie, and I was like, wait. Yes. Where have we been for the past? It is um, 48 probably minutes. the second
0: best movie of the MCU that we've done. No, <laughs> I think it's a good movie to have your eyes only behind the Incredible Hulk. Correct. I think it's it's good. It's a good movie to have your eyes just sort of like glaze over and just like watch. Like I, in that terms is we because we, we talk about that some I think as far as just blockbusters soulless blockbusters that don't like you know give you any sort of actual thematic value or anything from them or or any sort of interesting plot lines or character arcs and just sort of generally like well this looks cool i guess i think it does a pretty good job of that and that's about it um yeah c minus
1: yeah same for me c minus i realized i
0: gave iron man 3 a c right yes i feel good about that Okay. Overall, uh, after talking about it, I th- I think is this going to be next is Winter Soldier, right? Yep. Is this going to be the biggest jump of the MCU? Is this is this where everything's every, is everything all uphill all is that a, is that a phrase? It's all uphill from here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Whatever. Maybe my pen will work eventually. Sure. But yeah, I, it,
0: it, I haven't seen Winter Soldier in a while. So I'm curious to see how I feel about that. It's, but it's amazing. Probably better than this, from what I remember. I'm just going to... That's all I can say in confidence, because I have not seen that movie in a long time. And I know everyone loves it. I'm going to go in with an open mind, kind of like I went into Thor in The Dark World. So, we'll see. But I'm not going to make any sweeping declarations. I don't know how much I'm going to like it. But I'm going to say... Pretty good chance I'm not going to like it less than this movie. If I just, off the top of my head, had to throw out an a estimate
1: I'm there. I'm going to go ahead and say I have, I'm like 99% confident that will be my favorite of the MCU movies we have done thus In- far.
0: Okay, the, thus far. Okay, interesting. Would you say that changes if you account for everything that's come since? Probably. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. There's too many of these movies. And that's the interesting thing, because I think we're... A- about to get on on the streak of where like they really just snap off just
1: no we're gonna watch age of ultron the worst movie terrible. ever made
0: yes sure um for us they will snap off what i think is going to be a pretty joss whedon and
1: his sjw feminazi agenda that at the same time offends feminists <laughs>
0: And also comic book fans. And also comic book fans. That's the real impressive movie. You, you, you hit both and, of those. And Aaron
1: Taylor Johnson <laughs> fans. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Gareth Edwards, is that, is that all we got? i just going to go Matthew Vaughn as well. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, no, um... And Olsen twins fans so should have cast the Olsen Olsen twins as, as Scarlet Witch that way you can get both of them you know like Michelle in Full House you get you get both of them to play and like it intercuts between shots you're like I don't know which one Scarlet Witch at that shot I don't know which one is it Mary Kate or Ashley who knows <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is the lowest grade you give any of these right yep interesting
1: And it's tied with you or for your score with scores with Incredible Hulk and Iron Man two <sighs> which of those do i like the
0: least Ooh,
1: that's a question
0: i think i feel good about all those being on the same level i think that is right where i'm right where i'm sitting um is the, i'm trying to figure out if this is the worst i think Incredible Hulk might still take the cake. I I know I keep I feel like I keep kind of being higher on that than I really should be. Yeah. Um, because I'm thinking of like the deleted scenes and stuff that we watch that actually make it into a movie. But yeah, I I think that's still the as low as it gets. Um, which is interesting because like I feel like I I hear people say oh Thor the Dark World that's the worst MCU movie and I always think about that a lot. And like I'm like well you know I don't know and then I'm like it might be the worst MCU movie. There's nothing past this point, I think, that's going to gonna go below that. I can't even...
1: No, it's the worst MCU movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Overall. I, I think you can make an argument for any of those
1: three. It's funny, because so many of these movies we talked about, with like, I, I watch a movie, and I'm like, that was amazing, and then my, my opinion just varies drastically yeah. over time, and this one, immediately walking out of the theater, I was like, that one was not very good. <laughs> And it has stayed consistent.
0: And it's interesting because those three, even if I don't... I mean, obviously, C- minus is the lowest we've done. We still haven't given it... Neither of us have given a D to any of these. Um, These are... Those three, I think, are all ones that if you were to tell me those are legitimately terrible
1: movies, I could see where you're coming from. I do find it interesting how after watching the string of, like, very average Marvel movies, it makes me want to drop my Wonder Woman score.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I'm still well. I mean, that's the same reason that what did I what did you give First Avenger versus me? C plus, and you gave it a B. Yeah, exactly. It it probably the very so yeah. For you, that's probably like very I, much in line.
1: Like I feel like Wonder Woman, I should drop down to a C plus or even because I gave C, Wonder, Wonder Woman a B
0: plus, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, I I that to me that is like yep. Everything makes sense here. We're too far gone. It's not it's not like with the Incredible Hulk, where immediately the next episode <laughs> is like I'm dropping it. Um can't have it like this yeah.
0: yeah definitely um absolutely positively uh so so here's the run we're about to go on right i'm, I'm gonna pull this up I'm, I'm, i want i want to lay this out and see kind of how we feel about all of this um because we are in the middle of phase two we have reviewed you said this is the eighth movie correct so we reviewed eight and for, for me three of them right three of them have gotten a higher score than a c have gotten out of the c range all the rest have been c's correct and for you it's just two
1: right wait hold on what what are we out of the c range again? out of the c range yeah yeah just two
0: yeah so that's the run we've that's that's what we've been working with so far. That is the raw materials that have built this franchise. Yep, which is just fascinating, and it feels like they're coming at just the right time too, where it's like when they need to get it right, whether that's the first movie, whether that's the movie, the team up movie, they get that they knock that out of the park. Right, which is fascinating. Um, so we're about to hit the Winter Soldier, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, which. We've already kind of spoiled our opinions on that, that we do like that a lot more than most people. I'm going to try and... Hey, we like part- a movie. Give us one. Yeah. And we, I remember... Give we, us
1: this, a freebie. We actually like a movie. This
0: was something where we went into the movie and we were we saw our saw reviews and we were like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. Have
1: you seen some of the movies we've reviewed? <laughs> Give us a freebie. But
0: yeah, like, we I remember when we, we
1: watched Alien vs. Predator <laughs> Requiem.
0: <laughs> Darn it. We went. We went into the theater, um, and we had seen the Rotten Tomato scores, and we were both. I made like, Tyler
1: watch Pirates of the Caribbean Five.
0: We were both kind of like birthright. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were both kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> we but, no, but we we good. seen, we seen the good. reviews, and uh, we were both like, "Oh man, this is kind of disappointing." I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> you do it over there with that pen. My <laughs> pen fell. Um... But we were both pretty disappointed when we saw the reviews because we were just like, oh, this is this is going to be, you know, maybe we'll like it all right. And then we came out and we were like, wait, we genuinely really enjoyed that. And so I'm going to try and, you know, really make sure I'm not, you know, just, I don't know, phasing over the stuff. I know the stuff that I'm not going to like, but I think this is in a lot of ways the one that's been most affected by the the trailers and the media kind of giving you the wrong impression about what kind of movie it was. Gonna be? I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm I'm very curious to get to that. But anyway, three movies down the line. Uh Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and then Black Panther and Infinity War. We won't be able to do the do those back to back like right after the end of all these, but those will be down the line. But that run of movies. I think every single one of these of of those I can't Ant Man might be a C range ish movie for me. I can I, think of a
1: few that would potentially be C range movies. Maybe I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil which ones I'm. I'm yeah,
0: thinking. I'm not gonna try and like delve too deep in there. But I, I on average, though that run of movies, because there's how many so far? Like twenty, something like that. I think there's eighteen. I think we counted this out. So I think those ten movies. <clears throat> on average, are probably going to be at about a letter grade higher. Yeah. Uh, maybe more yeah. than what we've done so far. Which is fascinating that it took this long for them to... And, and again, it comes back to the fact that we haven't hated any of these movies. Which is... I like, I think that's that's the key right there. It's not... Like, I was always I always thought that these movies were really consistent in their quality... It, maybe it's just because they're consistent in general. They're consistent in not being terrible. Yeah. And that's that's what it really comes down well, to. Well you know
1: what the best part is? Is our eighth movie in. And and it's the first time we're doing C minus. Well. Scratch that. Yeah. First, first time. time yeah. First time for me. Man of Steel, first D C E U movie, I'd give that a C minus. What did you oh, did we not I guess we don't have that written down nope. officially. First one right out of the gate, C-minus, Thor The Dark World score. <laughs> yep. First first MCU movie, B+. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's funny when, when uh, you hear those DC fanboys that are like, well, if you're comparing box office-wise, Man of Steel made more money than the first Iron Man, or, like, the, the first string of DC movies yeah. on average made more than the first yeah. string of Marvel movies. C-level characters... Compared to DC's best, yeah, okay. But Then I'm like, oh, can can we compare those 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 critical scores? Can we compare those letter grades? That might be where the real difference is for longevity, people. Yep. Just, just saying. <laughs> um, Justice League, what a hit! Is it still in theaters? I don't know.
0: No. Don't believe so. Yeah. No, it's. Whoa! Whoa! We'll just have to, to, to keep talking about it but it's it, it really is they they got the hits when they needed to get the hits and everything else was just enough to keep the character
1: keep the, keep people interested in the characters um, I well I, I think that's that's that says something about the quality of these movies or at least me caring in them about them yeah when I'm watching Thor the Dark world and I'm like I see where you can go with Thor's character mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm invested enough. Not in the movie itself, but in like coming up with like, okay, how did they, how could they do it yeah. better? Like, yeah. I want to see them be better with Thor as yeah. a character. Well, they've built up the investment. It's, it's to, not just like oh, Thor's a stupid character. I don't yeah, care. they built up the same or they're building up at least. They're probably not quite there yet,
0: but they're building up the same level of, of investment in these characters that Superman and Batman have had over decades of film, you know, being on the top of film, I guess, in general. And like, kind of building up that audience uh, investment in them. Right. The DC kind of just burned horribly and hopefully right between not permanently. The eyes. Yes. No, no,
1: no, it was permanent. Right between the <laughs> eyes. I don't know. You either shoot him right between the eyes or you snap his neck. God. Or a giant CGI explosion where where your, your villain and... Uh, Stupid black CGI armor goes. I will destroy you, Wonder Woman. I will destroy your but right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins should have played the bad guy. <laughs> he should have played Ares in Wonder Woman. That would have been great. Oh, that would have been that would have been spectacular.
0: Oh, you're so right. Ah, oh. oh, I want it.
1: That's how we're ending it, folks. Yeah,
0: that sounds good. Uh, you More, can find us online. We're DC
1: bashing. Find us online. Remember at the beginning when I said I wouldn't do that? <laughs> you
0: can find us online. I found a way. Here come the sequels of blogspot.com. You can find us on Twitter at And you can find us in the Gmail. Here do
1: the you the post Facebook anything account. to that Twitter? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you even bring it up? <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but it's
0: there. I haven't checked. One person subscribed to it. I don't think they knew at all what this podcast was about or, like, just, like... Is it a fake account? It might have been a Russian bot. I don't know. <laughs> fake news, people. Uh, no, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> you can search for us on Twitter and...
1: Not i t it- You can do that, too. Search for us on iTunes and on YouTube. Yeah, hook it. Go to that, that little nice... Podcast app on your iPhone if you got one. I don't know if it transfers over to Android. I don't know I don't have that phone don't believe so but go, go to that good old podcast app and look us up You can subscribe yacht you get automatic downloads. It's nice Yep, and then also uh, if you want to find us on YouTube as well I've been throwing up the older videos well the older episodes in video format So it's literally just a nice white wallpaper from the movie with the yes. audio. It's it's nothing fancy uh, but some people like to watch the content that way mm-hmm. uh, I just finished the matrix movies no so okay. that's that's where I'm at so I'm like halfway through our, our catalog. Backlog. gotcha yeah. cool we got three subscribers yeah boy you pe we got one person who, who was commenting a lot in our alien and predator videos big money yeah whatever <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just throwing them up there as another avenue. Just like another way for people to hear. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't looked at our stats. We should look at our stats. No. Who cares? Give us a five-star review! <laughs> All that being said, we'll see you guys next time for Captain America, The Winter Soldier. A much better movie. Art is subjective. Nothing is real.